everyone. Before we begin the episode, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and celebrate the stories that they continue to bring to life today. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Amazon edition, baby. <laughs> this is the podcast where we float down the Amazon River and we find the good, the goodens <laughs> and the baddens. Mm. And by goodens and baddens, I am talking films, but also snakes. It definitely um, lots of snakes. <laughs> we, we find lots of snakes and movies and we find all the positive parts mm-hmm. of these of these snakes and movies and we like to share them with you. Mm. Uh, my name is Kayla Hamill. And my name is Katie Nethercoat. And we are your hosts. <laughs> <laughs> We've taken over. <laughs> um, and if you hadn't already guessed, uh, we watched a big snake movie, Anaconda. I don't even think they hissed, but. No, they scream about- apparently. <laughs> Um, that was a joy for your ears. Uh, I, yeah, that's just a little gift for you. Gift. I don't think they make any sound. No, just like Except some a, like a chomp chomp. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That was the noise. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it in one. Um, let's get into it immediately <laughs> because what a wild ride Indeed. we were both on, Katie. Um, so this was 1997, <laughs> which oh my God. I didn't realize I think I watched it in 1997 and then I haven't watched it since (laughs) the 1997 Um, thing was very funny for me because I I don't know why in my head it was like 2002 but it being 97 places it's so close to Jurassic Park and it was Mm -hmm. like interesting okay Mm. there is a cultural movement here so absolutely which we love which we love and you can tell that within like the f- opening sequence because oh. the music is already on. Yeah. You know, oh, as aggressive. all the credits come on, you're like, oofty goofty. And yeah. it reminded me of Jurassic Park. Right. Wild. Mm. Um, okay. So it was a 38% on the tomato meter, mm. Mm. which is, it is what it is. It is. A 24%. What? For the audience. Oh, that's Very just rude. surprised. Oh. I know. I thought this was a cult classic. Come on. Come me on, besties. Too. What's up? All right. What are you doing? Right. They're probably like, oh, the 90s. They want to be different <laughs> than all the other people. Um, rated PG-13 um, for, uh, what do you reckon, PG-13? Uh, for pests in the green. <laughs> I love that. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. I... <laughs> I was going to say Python gone. That's better. That's better. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> there it is. Um, it's not a Python. Um, uh, genre, mystery and thriller, mm. which I, I do agree with. I would have gone with monster movie <laughs> if I was. Yeah. That's fine. That's It can be a thriller. Well, yeah. All right. All right. It's okay. so funny. It's so funny. I was thrilled. Uh, directed by Louis Lozer, written by Hans uh, Bauer, Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr. And the runtime, what we love, oh, an hour and 29 min. Absolutely ideal. Just golden. Ideal for us. The perfect Thank film lunch. The perfect yeah, film lunch. Truly. <laughs> um, starring some of our faves, mm. baby Jennifer Lopez. Oh my God. What a fucking just, cutie pie. And just so hot in this movie. Just just so hot. Literally. So hot. Yeah, in the Amazon. It's so Sweaty. hot down there. Oh, um, my God. We've got, <laughs> we've got Ice Cube. Yes. Who we love to see. Of course. Uh, John Voy as the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Stoltz. Yes. Who didn't get enough, enough time. <laughs> Jonathan Hyde, who I haven't seen in a while. No. Uh, 
Owen Wilson and Kari Wara. Mm, mm. So this is like all of the crew, basically, mm. who have um, joined us on this expedition. <laughs> uh, would you like to hear a summary? I would bloody love to hear a summary. Take oh me God. on a Buck- journey, Rotten Tommy, I assume. Buckle in. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Filmmaker Terry Flores is travelling deep in the Amazon jungle looking for a forgotten tribe. Terry and her crew, which includes an anthropologist and a cameraman, come across Paul, who is stranded on the riverbank. He offers to help them find the tribe, tribe, but his secretive behaviour puts everyone on edge. They realise too late that he's using them to find a legendary anaconda that's worth a fortune, if they can catch it. You're actually more accurate than most. Yeah, truly. What was... There was one that was absolutely bonkers <laughs> and just not true at all. I can't remember which one it was, but we're just like, okay. After a sentence after sentence, hmm. we're like, eh, no, really that did not incorrect. have it. Eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they did not watch the movie. Um, very uh, accurate. And yeah. I just love that they realise too late that he's using them. Mm. And it's just like, oh, Y'all, I knew it from the very guys, beginning, by guys. the way. He said everything. Do you that came see out this man? Mouth. You see him at a distance like, <laughs> and you're a red flag. Okay. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yes, I'll help you find the tribe. <laughs> Wink. He's basically winking every time he speaks. Yeah. It's a no um, from me. It's a no from <laughs> it's me. It's a no. It's a no <laughs> from me. Who else is it a no from? Hey, perhaps it's a no from our critics, Katie. <laughs> It usually always is. Such a good segue. <laughs> yes, hit me. What did they say? <laughs> okay, so Derek Adams from Time Out has said, One never questions the realism of the remarkable animatronic and computer-generated effects, <laughs> but it's hard to credit, credit a snake that screams. <laughs> I mean, I was questioning a little bit of the uh, computer-generated snakery, but... Um, all right, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, good for its time, but my God, mm. that snake scream really got me every, every time. So good, so good. Um, this one is from Tim Brayton from Alternative mm. Ending. One of the highlights of the last golden age of so bad it's good cinema. Which, yeah. Yeah. Accurate. Great. Accurate. Thank you, Tim. But w- wouldn't even classify as, as so bad. Yeah, it's I good. Even... I'd just be like be like okay it's there yeah did i enjoy it (laughs) yeah i did yeah all right that's the only question that matters it's not it's not like a cat woman you know like so bad it's good also do we need a binary of good or bad like exactly things can be both uh, or neither hey we always talk about duality here on the pod (laughs) um and we we love it. I was trying to find and triality and triology, but I'm like that's trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's hold three things at once to make it not two. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> that was a real reach. <laughs> triology. Oh my god! I love it. Stunning. The triology um, of man. Anyway. Oh my god! We love it. Okay. Um, this one is from Margaret A. McGurk. Ooh. Sorry, sorry, Margaret. Sorry, Margaret. Great name. We just love a McGurk. It's a great name. Um, Margaret has said, a morass of cliches, contradictions, and clumsy attempts at suspense. Oh. So, one, but I would okay. say one after your own heart, Katie. It's mm. not really a thriller for Margaret either. Mm. Interesting. It interesting. It wasn't held in suspense. I was about to say, I don't think any of those are, are negatives for me. Um, exactly. So. Alright, alright so, Maggie. Yeah, thanks Mark. Thanks Mark. Um, this one is from Steve Newton from Georgia Strait mm. and they have said, just to show early on how much danger these folks are in, we get to see the film's titular star squeeze a Black Panther so tight that one of its eyeballs <laughs> pop out. We do! <laughs> we do get to see that! And boy oh boy, is it intense it's for us all? Good. I feel like you don't see the moment of the pop of the eye. You yeah. just see the eye on the ground. And Ollie and it's I had left. a second of what? <laughs> what? Wait, that panther left it left an eye. The panther still got an eye, but it's left. It was eating was an it eye. Was it eating it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. 
Maybe hey. the snake saved another small creature that had just been mauled and lost its eye. Exactly. So, Maybe it's a like a wildlife warrior type thing. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, looking out for its small peeps. Um, <laughs> hey. As we always say, always. the critics, sometimes they don't get it right. Mm-mm. Sometimes they get it very, very right, but sometimes they <laughs> don't get it right. And so that's why we turn to our besties. Besties. Um, and boy, oh boy, some of these are great. Um, I really enjoyed the passion from our besties mm. for, for this week. Uh, this one is from Kyle E. And they've said... Anaconda is not bad enough to be one of the worst movies ever made. The tropical scenery is splendid, the snakes are impressive, and the premise, while daft, was at least interesting. However, if I were to coin the phrase absolute poppycock, I would give it to Anaconda. (laughs) Okay, I'm so confused. That is a list of good things, and then just like, uh, poppycock with no justification. So... No justification. You Kyle haven't convinced me. E has just me. mic dropped. Yeah, we're not convinced, nah. Kyle. Nah. You loved it, but you just were like a bit worried <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to be singled out. <laughs> just, you know, speak your truth, Kyle. Um, This one's a shorty but a goodie from Dana E. And they've said, mm. my anaconda, don't. <laughs> Which... Okay. I think is a play on from my anaconda don't. Uh, yeah. My anaconda yeah. don't. Um, my anaconda so don't want none unless you've got none some None if you've got bun. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bun's hun. Yeah, so I think Dana has just missed some of it. Probably press send too early. That's exactly it. Also, it seems to be in the wrong to... place. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's sorry, a song, Dana. not a movie, Dana. Um, yeah. Sorry, silly. you got confused. Some people are just silly and they're confused and we're here to help them. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> my anaconda, don't. <laughs> my anaconda, do. I? do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I um, I um, love reading um, song lyrics as sentences oh God, and like yes. having a conversation with them. It's just the best. <laughs> Ah, Dana's giving me that joy. Uh, This one is from Liz G and (laughs) they've said, I don't think so, Jennifer Lopez. This movie wastes so much talent and looks like a movie from the 1940s. They edit it to look like it shouldn't be outdated, but it really is. The hour and a half I spent watching this utter rubbish was pretty traumatic and traumatic is not a good word. (laughs) Liz G. Something I find so funny about that is that as I was watching, um, Ollie and I were talking about how awesome it is to see that they filmed in actual locations and how beautiful it looked. Like, and how gorgeous it looked compared to a lot of like CGI backgrounds you get now. So, I'm, I'm, I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. I enjoyed the scenery. Sorry, Liz. If that's 1940s technology, I'm here for it. They did good. Good job, guys. Liz G gave this review in 2021, and I'm just like. Are you kidding? Like, Liz Jean, the 1940s? Like, are you serious, Liz? Oh, Lizzie. You could have picked a different era, maybe at least the 60s when, you know, colour was introduced into TV. Go 70s, because a lot of that stuff doesn't look great anymore. And you can really, yeah. You can tell, but Liz just went hardcore 1940s. And a traumatic, (laughs) it's a bad word. And it's not a good word. Sorry, not a good word. Not a good word. (laughs) Ah, oh, we love Liz G. And this one is from we haven't heard from Robert P. Um, ah, known to us as as our pat. Sneaking back um, into the for a while. Words. Hello. I think sir. he's <laughs> it's so funny. Robert P is not happy. Um and and Robert has said, Andacondas do not move that fast. <laughs> and <laughs> I think Carl Pats is a bit jealous of how fast this anaconda moves. I think so too. I can only assume he was disappointed by the speed of the vampires in Twilight and yep. the anacondas yep. and the anaconda could, could keep up and he's like... Probably catch up. No. Absolutely not. No. You know that Anacondas Edward, do not move You know Edward fast. wrestled an anaconda at some point. <laughs> at some point out there. And the anaconda probably got the best of him, and now he's like feeling real shady mm-hmm. about it. He's just not happy. Not having anything to do with the anaconda. Oh, God. 
come on. Come on, our pats. Pick up your game. Andacondas. But never stop leaving <laughs> reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, please. 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 They give us so much joy. <laughs> oh my god. Katie, I'm I'm after one final review. Okay. From a very, from a very special guest who is one would call a co-host. Um, <laughs> I want to hear from you. What what did you think? Oh, well, actually, I loved it. I mean, oh obviously, is there a world you, where I wouldn't love this movie? I'm just so confident. As soon as like I mm. look at movies that have big animals, <laughs> monsters, I'm like, yes, like, Katie. Is there a big monster? Yes. Does most of the cast die in increasingly ridiculous ways? Yes. That's yes. all I need, baby. That's it. I'm here. That's, is there a beloved 90s star in there? Definitely. Yes, of course. Is there Owen Wilson, baby Owen Wilson? <gasps> like truly, truly, it. I realize like this is the only time that was good for how Owen Wilson acts because he's so like he plays the same character in every single <laughs> thing. But this was his. This was his time to shine. Oh, what a cutie with that like white blonde mop of hair. Oh, no. Hawaiian shirts, like floral shirts, and his necklace. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Oh, how cute. His name was Gary. Oh, oh, oh. Gary, the sound guy. Shall we talk about why this movie is great? Yes, please, Katie. Walk me through. And I'm saying great because I loved it. I genuinely really enjoyed it. I don't know if it's because I had a bad day, and sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need some fun um, to get you through the end of it. Um, But that's Mm -hmm. definitely the Mm -hmm. case, and I had fun. I think the biggest thing for me is what we were saying earlier is that it's basically trying to cash in on the Jurassic Park phenomenon. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, This is where it somehow came out before Jurassic Park and I've got my years wrong. But I'm pretty confident that Jurassic Park came out first because this feels yeah. like a Jurassic Park cash in. And like mm-hmm. all the cynical stuff, you'd be like, ugh, it's just a... No, because it's an excellent formula. I'm sorry. Big mythical yes. creature picking off ragtag members of a crew of people who shouldn't be there, and then one person yes. has a nefarious scheme going on. Oh I'm here. God. I'm done. We love it. We do we love need it. More of it always. <laughs> hey, um, folks, apologies if you can hear um, something in the background. A helicopter is circling my house <laughs> looking for me, apparently, <laughs> and it won't go away. <laughs> So just make sure you've closed right. the blinds, case so they can't see yeah. in. Um, yeah. Duck under the bed if you need to. <laughs> if I whisper, it's because they're close. <laughs> um, long story short, uh, it's clearly cashing in on Jurassic Park, which came out in 1993. Um, and I love it. And I don't see that as a negative. I want every movie to be trying to cash in on the success of Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, absolutely. The thing is, the thing that I love about Jurassic Park and what it did so perfectly was the beasts and the animals didn't really make eye contact <laughs> with um, its captors. Mm. Whereas <laughs> what we get <laughs> with like, you know, the movie, what was it? The um, <laughs> Eight Feet Below or whatever, the shark movie <laughs> we watched. And the, this movie is the snake... <laughs> Is like looking for its victims, oh making full on eye contact, and is like, you're next. Fully making it personal, because that's what was missing in Jurassic Park was a personal vendetta. Oh my God. Yeah, that's my only one, my one note for Your Jurassic one Park. Your one critique. We needed, yeah. <laughs> An anaconda coming in, full swing. Yeah. Here we are. The snake doesn't know these people, but it does hate them. Yeah, we go back to the anaconda's little cove where it sleeps at night mm. and it's got like a pin board <laughs> of all of its like future victims and it's like, you know, got a full bio oh, yeah. of them, everything, and it's like, you're next. Definitely. You're next, Red you're string next. is everywhere in that little yeah, truly. habitat. Um, should we start at the start? We mentioned it earlier. Yes. It starts really intense, like mm-hmm. drumbeat music happening and oh. then we get just what I think is the perfect start to a film which is a yeah. wall of text that is just... Oh, my... Yes, that was my like, first note. It sounds like I'm joking, but actually if your movie starts with a wall of text to just be like, it's here is some light information for oh. you that you need before you start viewing. Oh. It's like we're in for it. It's a I, dream. My, first, my very first note was, oh, my God, yes, text before <laughs> visuals. I just died. 
Makes me so happy. Also, that yeah. um, it definitely was stretching science and included the... F- it was all info about information about anacondas. And it does include mm-hmm. the phrase, um, they regurgitate their kill in order to kill and eat again. Um, yeah. Like, that they weren't satisfied with eating. Because they're that <laughs> set on killing. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Oh, so, yeah. I just... <laughs> just how... Okay, a big effort. For a snake to regurgitate its victim. Yeah. Like, I know that it can expand its jaw and dislocate mm-hmm. its jaw to fit its victims. And its body changes to, like, apparently it's got, like, saggy skin to oh. accommodate for, like, big victims. Oh. I know. <laughs> big, <laughs> saggy skin. Oh. But, like, my God. Once it goes down the pipe, I don't reckon it's coming back up, y'all. <laughs> I don't think it can. But it wants to kill and eat again, Case. It's got that vendetta. It has. It's got the yeah. mind of a killer. Oh, my God. Of a sadist. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what else I love um, about the start of this movie? Yeah. And it's a common yeah, theme yeah, yeah. in terms of probably what my favourite type of movies are. You know that I'm a horror mm-hmm. fan. I love, like, thrillers, but I also love mysteries, Agatha Christie, all of those mm-hmm, kind of things. Mm-hmm. And what they all have in common is that you have, like, maybe a 20-minute setup. When nothing's going yeah. wrong, and you get introduced to each character and their archetype and their relationships, and it's just like yes. so much exposition and like, hi, yes. you have two minutes to get to know me and my entire deal because I could die at any moment. I love it because like during that moment, because before that we all like we also get sometimes a chunk of like actual horror right at the very yes. start. Yes, that's kind of separate to the yes. the party that we're going to see throughout the most most of the movie. So we know that they're heading for yeah. that. Yeah. And so when we get all those introductions, I don't know about you, but I'm going like who's going to die first? Absolutely. You know, like I'm going through. It's yeah. so yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's even better if they're packing for a trip. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That is always the best thing because you've always got someone prissy who's bought too many items with them. Um mm-hmm. normally that person is female in this movie. Uh, it was the male British host, which we love to see. Westridge. Yeah, yeah Westridge. Westridge. And we love yeah. to see that. Um, it, you, it's great. And then you've got other people being like, ha, 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 why this is a ridiculous situation. And then, oh, we've been planning this for years. This is my lifelong dream. And then, oh I don't really know why I'm here, but I'm your best friend from childhood. So, of course, I'm going to support <laughs> you and your big brain. I, I just. It's so good. I love it. I so adore much. it. I adore it. I adore that. Like we had Ice Cube and J Lo as a part of that as well. Oh. Just like J Lo, I it took a while for me to realize who was who in terms of the crew. I was like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing there, Ice Cube? Like, are you there to? Are you the childhood best friend who's like, fuck yeah, we're like, <laughs> we're doing this. We do everything together. And then I realized he was the cameraman. Yes. But like I it was just it was just so nice to have those two oh there up front. And to also have Ice Cube as the person who's like, like, this is not a good situation. Absolutely. Y'all. One of my <laughs> notes is time. just listen to Ice Cube for God's sake. <laughs> Anyone at any point, please just listen to Ice Cube. Listen to Ice Cube. If that's if that's the one lesson you can take from this episode it's listen to ice cube and probably something that his management team would also like getting out there as a message please listen to ice cube it's discography as well so advice yes. and well, discography hey we had it we had a little sneak peek of it when he was listening to his own music oh on the phone the best the best <laughs> i wanted him to almost say hey why are you like turning down my like demo tapes or something? Like, you know, I'm gonna be a big star one day. <laughs> oh, you can't tell me that's not on the edit. Like, that's not on the cutting room floor. There was definitely oh almost a look to camera. And if you also yeah. want to listen to, <laughs> oh my god, so so fucking oh my good. God. Um, we've we've met the crew. Do they yeah. bear individual interrogation? Definitely not. Um, but that's no. what they're there for. Shall we talk about the villain of the movie, which is not, surprise, surprise, the anaconda, who in my eyes is an innocent victim of an awful situation. Who legit, like, 
Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> legit wouldn't have gone for them no. if bloody Paul Cerrone oh. didn't like get it, shoot a monkey as bait. Oh my god! But just a just true for, sociopath. Just for anyone like listening and for UKs, just I'm going to paint a scenario for you, and I want to know what you would do. You yes. are on a very important riverboat cruise, mm-hmm. doing your thing. It's mm-hmm. going to be a make or break moment, and you see in the distance a man. Stuck on the side, alone. Mm-hmm. He is the scariest looking man you've ever seen because he is played by mm-hmm. John Voight, who is a very scary man on screen mm-hmm. and real life. And yeah, he is just, um, you get closer and he somehow is doing like a, the biggest frown you've ever seen, but you can tell that he's smiling. And then he opens oh his God. mouth and he speaks with the strangest accent you've ever heard in your entire life. I just yeah. What are you from? Like, what do you do? He's okay. What do you do? I it's so hard, Mm. isn't it? Because Mm. you know that like you want to help out your fellow person, Mm. your fellow human. Yeah. I am looking to see if he has just put his boat onto a shore (laughs) and it's actually fine. Mm. Mm. I'm looking to see if (laughs) if he has knives. Yes. Like at the ready flourishing and yeah. he's winking every time he says help me save me i need help <laughs> wink wink i'm looking for all those signs which he gave he was like oh no i'm stranded wink <laughs> <laughs> um i'm looking for what the name of the boat is called aka mm. snake killer and human <laughs> trickster and if i see those signs i'm a pass it by i'm gonna say hey no dice I reckon you've got it. Mm. I think you're okay. Um, I'm also going to look back at the captain of my own ship, Mm. Mateo, to see what he's doing because he's got a smarmy little smile on his Uh face like he knows a secret. Mm -hmm. And when I piece all of that together, absolutely not. I'm going to put on my blinkers and go on. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I (laughs) will leave Paul Cerrone all alone. <laughs> he's probably got some rations on the boat, you know? I I reckon, and I don't even reckon his boat's fucked. No. I think he's just like, he set it up with Mateo from the very beginning. 100%. I think they wanted a bigger boat. And so they, they got Mateo yeah. to be the skipper. And like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't pick up strange oh. men who are giving out the biggest red flag, so much so that they're wearing a red shirt as a red flag mm-hmm. um, off yeah. the side of the riverbank, especially when they yeah. uh, do a big frown, but it's somehow a smirk. I honestly cannot tell you how funny I found <laughs> that. He acts like a villain and it was hilarious. Everything oh that came out of his mouth, it had a double meaning. Yeah. And it was just like... You Like, how is none of the rest of the crew picking this up? I have never so experienced funny. a more off-putting character that is just, like, oh my God. screaming, do not trust me, do not trust me. And Truly everyone's detestable. like... Truly detestable. He seems pretty chill. Like, he might, <laughs> he might know the way. I kind of like him. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, mean, I kind of like him. <laughs> I truly ask him to be my roomie, uh, my roommate. I I adored how far the character went. I just want to read the script to be like, what yeah. is going on here? How just... how did this happen? And then don't ever change a thing. Um, it's just wild. I think the reason why part of it why it was such an enjoyable thing for me is because I didn't know, like the accent was <laughs> off chart. It wasn't. It was just kind of ridiculous but it also reminded me of um the um my brother my brother and me the podcast because justin has a character called richard stink (laughs) who is like a who is a perfume guy who tries to sell perfume to the to travis and griffin and it sounds similar like but he's an absolute sleaze like richard stink is a terrible terrible person but i love justin so much Mm. that it's Mm. just like that's why I kind of found it enjoyable. And so I was I was really along for the ride for Paul Cerrone. And oh. I every time I mentioned Paul in this in my notes, I had to say the full name, Paul Cerrone, just to give him the respect that he oh deserves. <laughs> I wanna know why 
why Paul Sorone doesn't rank higher on all the like iconic villains lists. Because truly, oh my god, is if anyone's ever screamed villain louder in the performance, like than this character, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, Ollie was looking up trivia while we were watching and did find out that John Voight oh, yeah. did keep the accent um, outside of all of the filming. I hate it. So, oh god, I hate it. I hate everything about it, but also iconic. Um, I truly iconic. Truly. <laughs> It's kind of it's it's like a little peek into the actor's life when you, when they do that because you're like oh there's something not quite right happening here. Yeah, I don't Jim ever Carrey want to did meet it. you. Ooh, ooh. Jim Carrey did it for Rocket Man when he was playing. Um, oh my god, I can't remember the famous comedian's name, but the comedian was like yeah. a really not a, it was like a shocking kind of really yeah. off-putting absurdist um, character, and he he played that character for the whole time they were filming and off screen. Wow. And I just, there's something where I think he was auditioning for um, the Grinch at the same time and he came in as that character <gasps> and they're like, can we just borrow Jim for a second? <gasps> and it was just like this weird, like, ah, it was so, it was kind of bonkers. My, my favourite anecdote that's like this is... Uh, that makes me very uncomfortable, but this makes yeah. me happy. It's Natalie Portman for V for Vendetta does an English accent. And she apparently was like, and they say like it helps if you stay in the accent and was doing it around yeah. the house. Apparently her mum was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, please stop. This is so annoying. I love you, but you are so annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and that's why we stand Natalie. And um, we stand Natalie have always. Have fears for everyone else that does this. <laughs> yeah, truly. Oh my goodness. Um, Katie, can yes. we please talk about the other villain slash non villain, our big old snake pal? We can. We must. We must. Can we, can we talk about that slippery little fella? <laughs> well, we can definitely talk about that slippery little fella, but I feel like it's very important to note. That this movie has more than one slippery little fella. Oh my god! In fact, it has quite a few. It does. If I may, I feel like I um, people who've been listening to the pod from the start will know uh, the joy that we had when we met Little Meg and Big Meg in the movie The Meg. Oh my god! um, Which is when there's a shark in the entire movie. That's quite a large shark, and then in the last third, you realize there's a bigger shark. You're like, whoa! And I now know who, what what movie the writers were watching when they came up Mm -hmm. with this concept because I feel like we have the original here, which is Little Anna and Big Anna. Little Anna, Big Anna. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Welcome to the pod. The work you do. Welcome (laughs) to the pod. (laughs) Icon. Celebratory scream for you both. Um, we honestly, I was like, <gasps> another anaconda. Hell I, because yeah. as I said, I watched this in 1997, so forgot a lot of the movie. I forgot about the a lot of the slippery little twists and turns mm. that this movie gave us. Was so thrilled when there was another anaconda. Oh my god, it was incredible. I mean, I think when. When J Lo, the icon, kills Little mm-hmm. Anna, which is a which is quite sad, but I get it. Yeah. Self defense, I understand in this particular instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, although mm-hmm. you were in her territory, so hmm. yeah, and you did um, try to trap her, but mm. it was against your will, J Lo. It's a it's hate. It's convoluted. <sighs> it's the fog of war between <laughs> snakes and humans. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So <laughs> when when Taylor murders uh, little murders. Anna, uh, but we're, you definitely not. You can feel you're still about fifteen twenty from the end of the movie. Yeah, you're like, what's going to happen here? And I was like, yeah. are we are we going to get a big Anna? Are we gonna Which one we got? The I, my only criticism of Big Anna is I I yeah. kind of wish that they had gone bigger, that it had been just oh. like. Dumb, monstrously like, bigger, like a yeah. basilisk level, like almost a sea serpent size, as big as that fucking house, as big as Paul Sarone's weird shack yes. house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which, yeah, so that's very my, strange. That's my only critique, but I, I must, I must assume 
considering all of the snake screams, that they were going for realism. Um, yes. And so they've obviously kept it within... Um, They're like, no, technically, if we do... They did the like the maths in their head. And like, yeah. oh, God, mm-hmm. how many years, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's this big. Yeah, and they dedicated Guys, to scientific... Guys, it would be ridiculous. Accuracy, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so we got to respect that. Um, <laughs> but, hey, next time you do Anaconda... Make it big. Make it a big fat snake. Make, make it a really chunky big. boy. Very big. It'll make us yeah, very make happy. Yeah, make it bigger. <laughs> I'd like to see a big snake, please. Oh, my God. Please. Please. Um, very, like, surprisingly, um, not surprisingly, <laughs> they, like, did a bit of research. I know we're making a bit of fun <laughs> fun of them. Um, but they did a little bit of research because, like, you know, they do swim. They do. <laughs> they, they do. do swim. A lot of the time they got narrow heads. Um, the eyes are on top. They did all of that mm-hmm. right. They The thing that um, I found that they maybe ran out of time mm. to explore was the inside of the snake <laughs> where we got <laughs> we got a little we got a little tunnel we got a little fleshy tunnel oh. that we saw Paul Cerrone go into mm. and my god was that just the funny they're like I, I don't know what's in there it's but they're just like flesh sleeping we don't bag, need to right? it's a sleeping bag there are no like organs there is not no like bone like structures it's just it's just pink it's a pink tunnel right that's, i mean as far as i'm i know i can only assume that's uh, anatomically correct i'm not i'm absolutely not gonna look it up no that's the thing no and i, I don't refuse want to. to i don't want to i don't i never want <laughs> you to can't because make me. and i can't you can't make me so back off <laughs> i i just like it's just like, well, I heard it first from Anaconda, so that's the thing that's going to, you know, hold. Of course. Yeah, the movie I'm gonna is hold called Anaconda. Like, if yeah. I'm going to learn about anacondas, I'm going to learn it. It's going to be from here. From Anaconda. Obviously. Yeah, duh. Obviously. Duh. Um, something I also just adored about mm-hmm. um, Little Anna and Big Anna. Okay. Just because it was 97, they're still using mm. so many practical effects. And yeah. so, so much of the snake was an actual puppet. It was yes. a snake puppet. Just the best. Oh. Don't you love snake puppets, y'all? Come oh. on. It's a big sock. Isn't it fun? Isn't that fun? It'd be so much fun to play with. And, like, can you imagine being on set oh. and, like, just like having to act terrified of this no. thing and then it's like and cut and then the little snake puppet's like hello <laughs> it's no <laughs> doesn't do that at all <laughs> but like immediately just like sitting on it for like during your lunch break oh my God. because there are no other chairs can someone tell me what career path i have to take in order to be the puppeteer of a snake puppet um, oh so God. that I could be like this serious thing and then they yell cut and then I just turn the snake's head on an angle with a big goofy smile and just go, yeah. hello. Because that, yeah. that's all like, I want in that, life. Boss? Yeah. That's all we want. That's I it. immediately, because you're like, can anybody tell me? I immediately started looking for a solution in my head and I was like, okay, either you've got to be really good with um, <laughs> handling <laughs> sticks and socks <laughs> Mm, and mm. also be a gymnast with the ribbons. Yes. <laughs> so I think a combination yep. of Okay, those I'll two. get on it. I'll get on the rhythmic gymnastics. That's the path. And got then, it. And then whilst at home, sticks and socks. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cannot forget. Cannot forget. <laughs> um, how about, like, the moment where um, there was the explosion of the bridge and then the <gasps> boat was just filled with snakes? Incredible. Just. just... I got goosebumps because it was just, like, the fear that I had, like, I don't, I'm not surrounded by snakes a lot. I don't really see them a lot. There's a lot of like sort of wetland areas that I take sky for walks on, but I don't really see snakes. Mm. Sometimes somebody will be like, oh, watch out ahead. There's a snake just having a sunbake. But mm. by the time I'm there, it's gone. Mm. So I have quite a respectful fear of mm. snakes. I cannot imagine being like on a boat that's clean of snakes and then all of a sudden hundreds of snakes. <laughs> I think I have the opposite, which is very strange, <sighs> which is that growing up I went on a quite a few like little uh, kid camps and stuff and my high oh school my had a reptile room. 
So I oh feel God, like I grew what? up with maybe an above average amount of time being draped in snakes or like just like, here's a little diamond pipe and she's going to sit around your hand. Like that oh kind God, of stuff. I love it. And the predominant thing is like, just don't freak out. Like they're yeah. chill. They don't really care, which is probably yeah. not the safest attitude to have when there are definitely dangerous snakes out there. Um, but when, yes. the, yeah, in the explosion, they're all covered in snakes. My genuine first thing was like, I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, wow, you're at my high school, y'all? Yeah, when did that? Like, oh, <laughs> room, hello. And they were like, hello. Ah, there's snakes everywhere. And I was like, guys, I'll, I'll slither away. Like, it'll be fine. They'll, they'll get out of the way. Yeah. And, like, then they get hosed off. I don't know. It's just bonkers. Like, so funny. I think because I don't know. And, yeah, like, obviously I haven't been around snakes I don't know lot. about snakes. I need to I make don't this know clear. Them. I don't know. Yeah. I've been, I've only been around what was deemed appropriate to be around children. So yeah. <laughs> my snake safety should not be followed. I don't know what I'm talking it's about. It's too late. It's too late. It's, it's too, too late, late for me. That, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, like we we really do love these snakes. And there was a moment um, jumping back to Big Anna mm. where she like – Oh my god, she's just a rage monster at this point, <gasps> smashing know. through windows, <gasps> like fully sneaking her head. She goes to a room where there's little baby snakes yeah. and regurgitates Paul. <laughs> I think I think those are a little babies. I think so too. She's providing. Yeah, because Paul, like the villain that he is, has stolen her babies. Yeah. And she's like, I will not have it, Paul. Absolutely I will not. have you get eaten by them, Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul Cerrone. I was, um, Paul Cerrone. I know your name. I've studied you for years, Paul Cerrone. I believe it. He uh, he winks. Did you see that? When yeah, he winks I did. Lopez. <laughs> oh. From until his die- last dying breath, my God, he is just a creep away. He's just the worst. So, and I yeah, I don't think it's going out on a limb to say that we're both um, Team Anna uh, in this film. Always. And Always. Uh, their revenge story against Paul Cerrone, the true villain of the, of the movie. Yeah, truly. I wish we had a um, – I wish they had survived, but who knows? Oh, no, they both definitely die. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure big Anna just like sizzles out the fire yeah, when she goes in the water, but did. then she gets, she gets a pitch, she, like she a, is brutally, a pick um, in the head. Murdered. Yeah. Maybe there's Stepped. a mid, maybe there's a mid Anna out there somewhere. Oh, maybe there's a hope. little Anna. There's, yeah, we can only hope that, like, there is a couple of Annas, a trio of Annas out there yeah. to carry on the mission. There has to um, be. Because I, you know what I want? I want, like, mid-Anna to be watching all of this to really oh, get God, that yeah. rage. If you watch, if you watch back in the background of a lot of different scenes. <laughs> you just you see this, these eyes just looking. Yeah, and then and a tail recording. taking notes. She's actually she's actually got her own film crew. <laughs> oh my god. Um that was so funny. I've, I have only one more thing I want to talk about before we get to diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is the fact that Eric Stoltz is in the movie and he oh arrives and I mean it's playing into uh my type, but he shows up as like a hot nerdy professor explorer wearing like oh. a Jurassic Park shirt. He looks good. God, folks, we love it. All right. He looks good, yeah. He's also nice. Um and he's yep. open with his feelings. And then the yep. movie's mm-hmm. like, Hey Katie, fuck you. Hooroo. He's out. Hey, <laughs> he's out. I cannot. <laughs> oh my god. Professor Kale, you're gone. In the worst way. (laughs) Literally the worst way. He ends up with... I feel like I was confused as to how exactly it happens because he's in the water, but then he ends up kind of swallowing a huge wasp. Yeah. And then he gets traked by Paul Cerrone, (gasps) which was awful. (gasps) And then he just, like, lies in a bed, stands up at one point, hits the guy, and then goes back to bed. And... I believe that's his entire journey for the back end yeah. of the movie. Has a bit of a chat as well. <laughs> like, And I'm like, I didn't think you could speak after getting a hole in your mm. trachea. 
He's doing remarkably well. Paul Sarone must yeah. be a surgeon level. Surgeon uh, as well. <laughs> this is the thing about Paul Sarone. We know nothing about nothing. him. He's so sus. Ooh. But yeah, poor um, professor. I just, that wasp, <laughs> like, my God. the One of the worst ways to go. I hate things crawling out of mouths. I just <laughs> feel sick. But I think he, like, I think it just went in the tube and he swallowed it in. Yeah. I don't know. I- but I missed it and he was I, it was so funny at the start because I was like oh an invisible snake has got you <laughs> hey nah. maybe that's maybe that's Midana's secret you know Midana's secret <gasps> camouflage that's to it. the degree where actually not there <laughs> <laughs> actually it was yeah god poor Professor Kale but went there to save the day he was really the only one to um, question Sarone and be like, well, I know a lot about tribes yeah. and I know if this is flooded, they'll be this way. So la la la. So maybe Paul organized the wasp. I think he did. <laughs> maybe he's a little wasp. <laughs> maybe, yeah, it's absolutely an assassination attempt um, from Paul Sarone and you cannot convince yeah, me otherwise. Like, yeah, rude. It'd be rude if you tried to. <laughs> Oh my god. Shall we um shall we get onto Let's our diamonds? Get onto our diamonds. Yeah, we love it. Um mm. I'm gonna do a you and I'm just gonna go through all of mine first. Um <laughs> my uh one of my diamonds is all the deaths, all of them love brutal. It. Yep. Um yeah, yeah, and and getting eaten and seeing the snake tunnel was a oh. true highlight for me. Incredible. Um, and also Westridge's death, how he just like goes to oh. jump off the waterfall and then boom gets caught mm. mid, mid flight. Heartbreaking. Just yeah, heartbreaking. The snake in its entirety, mm-hmm. um, big Anna and little Anna, and its screaming mm-hmm. was a real joy. And when it spat um the monkey out onto Westridge. <laughs> Just the attitude was so very funny to me. I could not believe that. Um, and <laughs> just coming to the conclusion of like, you know, what's worse than a big snake? Uh, a big snake on fire. Just like it's still not dead. <laughs> and now it's on fire. <laughs> um, I agree oh. with you on all points because they were literally my diamonds. <laughs> I love it. So good. Literally the like uh, inside the snake's mouth POV um, and then the oh. dead monkey, the vomit dead monkey and then the burning snake. Just like yeah, stunning. All of them outstanding. No notes. Like, truly no notes from us. Big Anna, little Anna, you've really done us a service. I just like anytime we see monsters, we're always going to go for the monsters. Always. Always. I can't help it because it's just like they don't know what they're doing and you're shooting at them or trying to stab them or catch them. It's just wild. True. I also, yeah, a little mini diamond was also the fact that, like, I love it when I'm like, okay, villain is dead. And then she's like, the villain just continues to carry on. I'm like, what is happening? Why won't you die? <laughs> I was half convinced we were just going to come across a bigger Paul Sarone. <laughs> yeah, with a, like, just like half eaten and like winking at everybody that he sees. Incredible. Disgusting. Do you want to oh round us out with the um, the last words? Oh, my God, the last words. It's It's a bit basic. Camera rolling. Oh, just oh. like what? Like maybe is that like a nod to the fact that like we know this is a silly movie? Like, but just it was uh, like the dismount y'all... was very fast, and I do not feel that yeah. satisfying. It was happy music, and it was like y'all. You don't want to talk about the fact that you saw like all of your friends die. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about a lot of these like horror show movies is that. Once they're, like, safe, mm. they forget that they've just seen death and chaos That's for the last through. 24 hours. <laughs> An incredibly traumatic experience. That's just fucking it's wild. Legit, the word. same, like, the same. <laughs> it's not a good word, everybody. But the same sort of shit happened with the shark movie we watched, like, um, Deep Blue. Um, because they're, like, they made a joke about work or, like, you know something and it's like are you kidding you've just seen just all of your friends like all of your mates are dead fucking wild but yeah that's our last line not happy about it no but hey. 
Oh God. Happy with the rest. Absolutely. Um, Thrilled. Would Katie. you like a clue for this yes. week? Yes, I would. Oh, okay. I'm just going to hit you with a quote and I feel like you'll get it. All right. I love being hit with quotes. <laughs> the quote is, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh my God. Are we? <laughs> Wait, is this... Are we watching a Nicolas Cage? We are watching a Nicolas Cage. Welcome to the pod, is Nicolas this... Cage. Oh my god, is this? Oh my, god. are you kidding? Is this National Treasure? It's National Treasure, baby. Oh, Katie, I, I, I've got goosebumps. I'm so excited. I love everything Nicolas Cage. I'm obsessed. I love Nicolas Cage. I feel like I want to welcome Nicolas Cage in onto the pod next to Danny DeVito, next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my god. Next to, next to Michelle Pfeiffer, the like, just <laughs> yes. get in here. Um, I was very surprised because when we were watching Anaconda, I don't know why we started talking about National Treasure, and I was like, yeah. so good. I wonder what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you kidding? I know. Are you kidding? Which means I'm furious. it's eligible for the pod. It's eligible. So we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to absolutely. We don't care. No questions asked. I am genuinely so excited. And I know that's always been a danger for me to say I'm so excited because historically always mm. had to backtrack and mm. be like, I apologize to the fans. <laughs> right now, though, very excited. Right now, very excited. In this moment, I live, y'all, I live moment to moment and I'm very excited in this moment. <laughs> What a treat, truly. Well, if you're excited, let us know (laughs) on social media. (laughs) You can uh, find us on Instagram at actually I loved it and on Twitter at AileyPod, that's A-I-L-I pod. Or you can send us an email, actually I loved it at gmail.com to let us know how Mm. excited you are to find the Declaration of Independence. Um, oh and presumably, I don't remember it very well, squeeze lemon on, on the back and then shine it squeeze with Squeeze a-, a lemon. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a squeeze a lemon and go to your dad's house. <laughs> Done. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> speaking of your dad, tell him about the pod. Um, you must. Either to his face or his favourite way of receiving recommendations through the uh, podcast app review um, place. It's actually the best way you can contact your own father. So review us and then at the bottom you can have your personal um, chat with your dad. We love that. (laughs) We love bringing families together. That's that's our main goal. Secondary (laughs) is finding the good and bad movies. But number one, we bring families together. Uh, Speaking of members of our podcast family, we'd like to thank Imogen Sigler for all of the music that you hear on the show. And you can find her stuff on Spotify and Bandcamp. Oh my god, Segway galore. What is this? What's this power? I don't know, but we gotta get out of here. Any snake puns? Anaconda Roo! It's just adding a Oh, I thought you said let me in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>